And I was like, yeah, but I didn't bring it. And he gave me like this hurt expression, like, how could you do this to me? Like and, ultimate betrayal. Yes. And I reached across the table to grab his hand to comfort him. And right as I reached, he just pulled away and went, oh. And that's exactly what I wanted him to do. And it was perfect. That's amazing. We share a brain cell. I love that so yeah. much. I can't wait to go see Twin Temple with y'all in October. I totally forgot I even had those tickets till I was like looking through my phone the other day. I'm still debating whether or not to get tickets to Alice Cooper. I mean, I haven't seen Alice Cooper. Bailey hasn't seen Alice Cooper. They're only like forty bucks, and it's it's here. We don't even have to go to Denver. It's here. Oh yeah, it's not. It's in Loveland. Yeah, which is so fucking weird. Like of all places, Loveland. I was like, you do you, Alice Cooper. It's Alice Cooper. Right. Alice Cooper can do no wrong. Yeah, that's why I'm happy. Well, I guess Twin Temple's in Denver. I was going to say, the next concerts I'm going to aren't in Denver, and that's going to be nice, but Twin Temple is. Because I'm going to Sullivan King this weekend, and then I bought tickets for the Front Bottoms, and bought tickets for Twin Temple, and then Sona's going on tour, so I'm going to get Sona tickets. I spend too much fucking money and time on concerts. But it's worth it, because that's what makes me worth it. happy. It's all worth it. Ah! That was a nice pterodactyl screech. I am a terrible ah! dactyl today. Uh, Jesus. A terrible dactyl? Terrible dactyl. The most terrible of dactyls. Salem, the terrible dactyl. Hello, all you vicious little parasites, and welcome back to another episode of Creeptology, the podcast. I'm the first of your host, Salem, and this week I identify as all of the legless action figures that I find laying around my house. <laughs> Loved very intensely and tossed to the side. Um, <laughs> joining me this week is my paranormal partner in crime, Michaela. Hello. Hello, how are you doing? <laughs> uh, this week, I identify as uh, your grungy ska bag. Yeah, that I've had for a decade. That I made for you. I love it. Yes. I washed it, too. I ran it through the wash, and then I air-dried it, but it did not come close to taking that dinge out. <laughs> That's memory dinge in there. That's what that is. Yeah, I feel dingy today. Relatable fucking content. Med changes. Med changes. Gotta love them. Med changes. I'm just a little bit all over the place, but I mean, what else is new? I don't know how else to exist, except in tiny pieces all over the place. Well, this week we are traversing the haunted halls of one of my favorite architectural feats because I'm a fucking slut for architecture. Like, give me cool houses and cool buildings all day and I'll be so happy. Like, you would buy HGTV. Maybe. Like, give me cool, creepy houses, though. That's why I like the murder castle. But if you could buy HGTV, you could make it about haunted houses. That's a lot of responsibility. I just want to look at the cool houses. <laughs> That's a whole ass job. That is a whole ass job. This week we're talking about the Winchester Estate, mm. which is more famously known as the Winchester Mystery House. My information today comes from an article on Atlas Obscura titled The Winchester Mystery House. A brief history off of the Winchester Mystery House website, an article off of Travel Channel titled Haunted Destinations, 
And then an article from ABC7 San Francisco News Channel, which is the top 10 mind-blowing facts about the Winchester Mystery House. So, do you know much about the Mystery House? I know that there are lots of rooms, and I know there are doors that lead to nowhere and staircases that lead to nowhere, and it's haunted af that just like lightly scratches the surface of how weird this house really is that's that's about all i know yeah to begin on september 30th 1862 sarah lockwood pardee married william wirt winchester the only heir to the winchester repeating arms fortune sarah's life with william was short-lived and anything but pleasant In 1866, Sarah gave birth to their only child, a daughter named Annie, who passed away six weeks later due to complications. In 1881, Sarah lost her mother, her father-in-law, and her husband, all within, like, a month of each other. Damn. Yeah, William lost his battle with tuberculosis, which left Sarah a grieving widow and the heir to the Winchester fortune. Her inheritance at the time included $20 million, which in today's money would be $561.6 million, um, as well as 50% holding in the Winchester Repeating Arms Company. So she owned 50% of the company and got... In today's money, like $565 million. Didn't the hubby die from the gun? Mm-mm. Oh, no, you already said he died of tuberculosis. tuberculosis. I'm on Open it. Open your ears, man. I'm on it. Sorry, I have delaying synapses today. <laughs> You're good. You're, I'm here to walk you through it. That's Thank what I'm you. here for. It's okay. Well, Sarah never took up her position in the company and instead decided to receive $1,000 of her inheritance a day. A day? Yeah, so she was receiving, in today's money, with inflation, $26,000 a day. (laughs) And she decided to just not work for the company. To cope with the loss of her loved ones, Sarah went to seek out the help of a local psychic for guidance. The psychic, however, preyed on Sarah's fragile mental state and told her what she needed to do was pack up everything she owned, move west, buy a house, and never stop building on it. That's exactly what Sarah decided to do. She packed up their family home in New Haven, Connecticut, and moved across the country to San Jose, California, where she bought what was then an eight-room farmhouse and started construction on it immediately. Renovations of the Winchester Manor only stopped on September 5th, 1922, when Sarah eventually passed away. The manor that Sarah left behind has a long-lasting legacy due to its unique architecture and modern-day engineering choices that weren't oftentimes seen in the 1800s, not to mention the allure of countless sightings of paranormal activity that have been known to haunt the grounds and the walls of the house itself. Why did she think that that would make sense? There's a few different theories about why she did what she did, but the most popular theory was that when she went to this psychic, the psychic told her that she was being haunted by the spirits that were killed prematurely by Winchester rifles as kind of a revenge for what her husband had done. The psychic told her that if she were to build onto her house, it would be a way to confuse the spirits and get them lost and wandering through the house unable to find her. And she felt compelled to continue building on the house for fear that either A, if she stopped building, the spirits would be unhappy and kill her, 
or they would be able to find her and she would be haunted for the rest of her days. Hmm. Sarah believed that turning her house into a maze of labyrinthian pathways was the best way to escape the vengeful spirits that the psychic had told her was haunting her. Construction on the house lasted for 38 years and actually has the record for the longest construction of a building. It was built at a price tag of $5 million back in 1923, or $87 million today. The house consisted of 24,000 square feet, seven stories, 10,000 windows, 2,000 doors, 160 rooms, 52 skylights, 47 stairways and fireplaces with seven chimneys, 13 bathrooms, Six kitchens and two basements. What? Six kitchens? Six kitchens, 47 fireplaces with only 17 chimneys, because some of them were gas fireplaces Uh, and stuff. The manor also contained many engineering decisions that were unheard of, including indoor plumbing, multiple elevators, central heating, and out of the 13 bathrooms and 24,000 square feet, the house had one functional hot shower one one shower out of 13 out of 13 bathrooms 24,000 square feet and 160 rooms there was one shower i mean she was the only one living there yeah well she also had hired 20 contractors to help her with the construction of the house and then there were maids and servants to help with upkeep and cleaning because she kept it pristine She didn't let this place fall to the wayside. She kept it very nice and pristine. It was largely staffed. That would suck to get stuck with the cold shower. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The one shower. It wasn't even, like, the one hot shower. It was just one shower. Oh. Showers weren't a common thing back then. The gardens on the grounds were also kept in immaculate condition and included a $20,000 English yew tree that towered over the 12,000 boxwood hedges, 1,500 major plants, and even greenery called monkey puzzle, which is native only in Chile. That makes me think of Cindy with her constellation monstera that she, that she just spent $155 on. Yeah, $155 for three leaves off a plant. But I mean, I don't understand plant people, but if it makes them happy, then go for it. I can't keep a plant alive, so I can't imagine spending $155 on something that I'm going to kill quickly. Yeah, same. But Sarah Winchester was, like, the plant bitch. The plant bitch. Yeah, spent thousands and thousands of dollars. She on... wishes she was HGTV. Yeah. She really wants to be HGTV. Well, though the Minch... Manchester. <laughs> the Manchester. Now the Winchester Mystery House is known for its beautiful appearance and ingenious engineering. It's equally as world-renowned for the bizarre way it was built, with secrets hidden behind every corner. Out of the 2,000 doors on the property, not all of them are fully functional. One leads to an 8-foot drop onto a kitchen sink below. Another leads you outside to a 15-foot drop directly into the bushes below. I'll take the bushes. Yeah, both would hurt. Well, yeah, 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 but bushes would at least cushion your fall a bit. A kitchen sink is like... Yeah, that porcelain Ah. straight to the spleen. Mmm, spleens. Staircases were built so they would lead into the ceiling. Columns were installed upside down. 
Extravagant and wildly expensive Tiffany stained glass windows were installed in places where sunlight would never hit them. I've been to the Winchester house before and seeing where some of these immaculate stained glass windows was put in hurt my soul. It'd be like in between walls, in the center of a room, mm -hmm. where you'd have to look between cracks to even see that they were there, hidden away from eyesight just to appease the spirits. The property also has more secret passageways than anyone can count, including a cabinet that, when open, expands through 30 rooms of the house. That's cool. The rooms themselves are also super odd, as there's a room tucked neatly right next to Sarah's bedroom that has no floor and no ceiling. But how? I'm not an architect. Uh, but it has to have some sort of floor and ceiling. It has support beams, I'm sure. But yeah, no, there's no floor and no ceiling. I've seen it. Don't know how it's like that, but I've seen it. That just makes me think of a question that Paul asked me the other day. What question? Does the straw have one hole or two? I hate that fucking question. <laughs> I say two. I think I said two as well. Yeah, I think it has to be two because if you think about the movie Holes, right? They're digging holes in the ground, but there's only one opening. But you'd say that they dug one hole. If there's two openings, then I'd say there's two holes. Because you could plug one hole and you'd still have one, or you could plug the other hole and still have one on or a straw. Or is it just one deep hole? Is cereal soup? Yes. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but a hot dog is also a sandwich, but it's a hoagie. It can't just be any sandwich. It's like a submarine sandwich. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. People say it's about the bread. I'm like, no, fuck that. No, 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 no. Because you can have sandwiches on connected bread and it's still a sandwich. No, all hot dogs are sandwiches, but not all sandwiches are hot dogs. That's fair. Exactly. I could make you a nice Venn diagram about that. Anyway, there is also an undeniably spooky seance room in the house that Sarah would regularly use to contact the spirits to see what renovations they wanted built onto the house to appease their vengeful nature. Did she have a psychic that would come and like yeah. talk with her? Yeah. Or did she just go in there and be like, yo, spirits, what's up? You need another bathroom? Oh no, she would hold like seance, like table turning parties mm -hmm. and have psychics come over. Like she was very actively involved in paranormal after the initial psychic told her she was being haunted by ghosts of guns past. <laughs> Some of the rooms in the house were built just to be closed off entirely and never touched or used for anything. Did they have doors? Did she put furniture in them? Some of them. Weird. Yeah, some would have like windows so you could see in, but couldn't go in. Fascinating. Miss Winchester also had an obsession with the number 13, and you could tell just by looking at small details around the house, as there were 13 hooks in some of the closets, 13 blue and amber stones in a special window that she had designed herself, 13 ceiling panels in the entrance hallway, 13 windows in the 13th bathroom, and so much more. She even divided her will into 13 sections and signed it 13 different times. People with uh, trichodecophobia would really hate her house. Yes. I'm assuming that's fear, fear number, number 13. 13. Yes. Yes. Well, to avoid the spirits, Sarah would sleep in a different room of the house every night and take the various winding hidden passages to get around as to move undetected. In 1906, a massive earthquake struck the Bay Area and 
The top three stories of the house toppled, which subsequently damaged the other four. Sarah took this as an omen from the spirits that she was nearing completion of the house and ordered that the unfinished front half of the house be boarded off so that way it could never be finished and she could never fully complete the house. That area is now open and you can still see very visible earthquake damage. That earthquake also that struck San Francisco in 1906 was on record the most deadly earthquake to ever hit the United States. I feel like... If I was building a house and I got struck by an earthquake and three of the floors toppled, I wouldn't think like, oh, that's done. I would think the spirits were trying to etch a sketch that bitch and just be like, just kidding, start over. Right, shake it up. Like, yeah. like, like you know what? I really am not liking what you did with those top three floors. So we're just gonna erase them and you can start over. That's what I would think. That's also what I would think. But no, she thought that the spirits were angry that she was almost done working on the house. So instead she just closed off a big section of it. So that way that section could never be completed and the house would never fully be complete. Confusing. Yeah, Sarah had a lot of trauma to work through. Clearly. And I definitely don't think she handled it in the best way. She needs therapy. Don't we all? Yes. That's what the doctor told me. Same. My therapist told me I needed therapy, so that's where we're at. At least my tarot cards aren't telling me that anymore. And they're also not telling me to set boundaries. I need to read them again soon and see what the universe is screaming at me to do now because I've been ignoring it. You want to do that after this? Yeah, we could do that after this. Since her death in 1922, visitors at the house have reported hearing footsteps in her bedroom, witnessing knobs turning by themselves, being overcome by icy chills, and having temporarily lost their vision. Even famous paranormal skeptic Harry Houdini tried to attend a seance at the manor and failed to stay, instead running out of the house in fear. (laughs) Yeah, he very much thought it was all just a bunch of hocus pocus and hearsay, because, you know, that was time of, like, world fair where everyone was about the unusual and the unknown. But yeah, no, he ran, like, full-on booked it out of that house. All aboard the nope train to fuck that ville. Kind of like what happened to Jim Carrey when he went and stayed at the Stanley Hotel and didn't believe it was haunted. Lasted about four hours before he had to call a cab to go stay somewhere else. Throughout the years, employees and visitors of the Winchester Mystery House have had first-hand accounts of paranormal encounters that they've witnessed. One witness with the initials VS said, We were in the house in spring of 2017 shooting video of various locations. When we went to the editing bay to put the footage together, we were surprised to find that video taken of the various boilers in the basement had a distinct ripple effect in the middle of the shot. Footage before and after did not contain this type of static, and it was only centered in the exact center of the frame as if something was walking in circles in front of the camera. Another witness with the initials KM stated, I was standing in her bedroom once when suddenly I heard a noise coming from the cabinets in the dressing room nearby. The cabinets had been closed and they're very difficult to open, especially in a short amount of time. When I got to the room, all three cabinet doors were wide open. I checked every place that a person could hide or slip out, but there was no one in sight. 
1990, the Winchester Management Company hired a parapsychologist and paranormal investigator named Christopher Chacon to conduct a full-scale scientific assessment of the property, which included interviewing 300 people on what they had experienced during their visits. It's also known that on the main staircase, you can hear footsteps walking up and down through all times of the day when there's no one there. Mm, I want to go. It's super cool, and I would love to go back. We will go. It's definitely, like, not a place I would ever want to walk through any sort of intoxicated, though. So I haven't been there in about a decade, but I do remember distinctly there's one staircase, and the way that she had it built, the stairs are different heights, so you can't anticipate how far down you're stepping. She did that to trip the spirits up, literally. I'm just imagining trying to drunkenly walk down that staircase and the amount of like broken ankles that would ensue and occur. (sighs) That's bad news bears. Yeah. I mean, this house would be so easy to get lost in. And imagine getting hurt in one of the hidden passageways or something. Imagine how long it would take for somebody to potentially find you. Spoopy. Very spoopy. All the creppy. All the creppy. As you're describing the house, my brain is just, like, building an imaginary dollhouse with all of, like, those passageways and things. You're not that far off. It looks like a very awesome dollhouse. I want a Winchester dollhouse now. That'd be dope. Minus the dolls, because fuck dolls. Dolls are scary as shit. (laughs) See our last episode. Literally. But it'd be cool to have a dollhouse. Yeah. Of the Winchester Mansion. Yeah, because you're definitely thinking up the right alley. The lawnmower man just passed by. Lawnmower man's always passing by. He At least it's not at 7 in the morning anymore. Is he powerfully electric with an ongoing plan? <laughs> I can't. I just fucking can't with you right now. I barely have the brain to like get through normal sentences, and now you're spouting like 10-year-old low-key rap songs at me. How do you think I feel? I have to live in this brain right now. Are you going prefontaine? On you hoes? No. I'm not singing the rest. Don't let cocaine up your nose. In the near hundred years since Sarah Winchester's death, her legacy continues to live on. A 2018 horror movie titled Winchester was made about the lore behind the haunted estate, with Helen Mirren playing the leading woman herself. It was filmed on location and offers a unique look into the interior of the house because you get to see a lot of the staircases and unique features in the movie. Uh, Right now it is streaming for free on Amazon. It just has ads. So if you could put up with ads, check it out. It's not too bad. I have not seen it, but I didn't know it was filmed on location. That's really cool. Yeah, it's filmed on location. And there's a scene where you see the door that I'm talking about that you open and drops to the kitchen sink. Mm -hmm. It's like an upward view of someone cleaning, like, the door frames and stuff. But you get to see, like, the inside of the estate and some really unique shots of the interior. Do they have any experiences while filming? Um, I don't know. I didn't look into it too much. The house itself is now a huge tourist trap for those with horror and mystery on the brain while out visiting the coast of California. It's a hub for paranormal tours, team building activities, event spaces, and it even serves as a wedding venue now where you can get married on the grounds, which I thought was kind of neat. 
Well, the grounds not only holds the house, but also Victorian gardens, an axe-throwing parlor, an antique product museum, a vintage arcade with shooting gallery, and a newly built Houdini-themed escape room based on the experiences that he had at the manor. It's like, you want to be a scared little bitch like Houdini? Escape the house. (laughs) I just love how they're mocking him so long after his death. It's like this little bitch got scared and couldn't stay, and he ran out and escaped. Now it's your turn. I love Houdini. I also love Houdini. I just think that's really funny. It's so funny. It's really funny. They even offer a solution for those who aren't able to make the trek out to California to see it in person, who are intrigued by all the mysteries the house has to offer. For a mere... $8.99, you can purchase a 360-degree digital tour on their website where it's a one-time $9 charge and then you get unlimited access to this 360 digital tour all the time where you can do a self-guided walkthrough of the house and explore places that even the physical in-person tours can't take you. Bitch, why didn't we do that before we recorded? I didn't find out about it until last night. But it's something that we can absolutely do. Does it have jump scares in it? Because that would be really great if it did. I don't know. I, I went and saw it in person 10 years ago. Yeah, but like if the... if the, They don't say much about it. They just say for $9, you get unlimited access to the digital tour where you could see all of the rooms of the house. Which, yes, but it would be even better if, like, you're doing your 3D tour and you're like, do 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 like a video game, and all of a sudden, like, blah! Yeah, the, do you remember, like, the chill car commercial that was a jump scare that people used to prank with uh-uh. on YouTube? No. They sent, like, a YouTube link, and it was, like, a car driving through the mountainside into, like, really peaceful music, and then this demon bitch would pop up and be like, oh. and, like, scare the fuck out of everybody. It's also, like, the Haunted Maze game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was exactly the same premise where you're concentrating really hard and just not expecting it. That would be perfect, though, to do with the Winchester thingy. Just saying. But, yeah, those are some of the fun mysteries that can be found in the Winchester Mystery House. And there's still a ton that have yet to be, like, uncovered. The property is so expansive, it would take a long time to find all of the tiny little details. I want to go visit so bad. You want to know the crazier thing. So at the end of the construction of the house, she had put roughly $5.5 million into the construction. And after she passed, the house was only valued at around five grand. She willed it to her niece, who auctioned it off almost immediately. And five months later it started hosting tourists to come and look at it. Whoa. I would have kept that. Like, even if it's creepy or weird, like... Yeah, no, the house with everything in it was willed to her niece, and her niece just auctioned it off. But the fact that she put $5.5 million into it and that it was valued at five grand. Yup. 160-room house. (laughs) For five grand. Imagine cleaning that. That's why she had a bunch of people to help. <laughs> yeah, 24,000 square feet. Mm-mm. Nothing. A thousand square feet's too much for me to clean sometimes. But yeah, it's one of my favorite pieces of architecture. I can see why. I like all the secrets and ghosties hidden in the walls. Well, everybody loves a good secret and ghostie in the walls. 
who doesn't? Gives you someone to talk to at night. <laughs> well, thank you much. Thank you much. <laughs> thank you. Thank you much. Thank you much. Thank you so much for joining us on a, another episode of Creeptology, the podcast. Ooh. It has been a fun, spooky ride, like the Haunted Mansion at Disney. Which I've never been to. I know. We'll have to go at some point. <laughs> I just need to take you places. I can show you the world. Yay! Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Give me my prince! Any fucking day of the week. <laughs> You're always a prince to me. So I need help with something. I need ideas. Send me suggestions to our email for fun, witty, spooky names to call Michaela. My sister sent me a few this morning, and I cannot wait to use them. Ooh, yeah. I can't wait either. And what's our email again? It is creeptologypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at creeptologypodcast. I occasionally make stupid TikTok videos, if you're interested in that. Bullshit, you make amazing TikTok videos. I'm Glizzy X Borden on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just make dumb videos. Mostly they've been about my cat lately. I've tried to figure out TikTok. I don't... I can help you TikTok if you ever care to learn. My hyperfixation on it lasted yesterday, and now I don't care. That's how I am. Like, I'll ignore TikTok for, like, a few days, and then I'll spend, like, three hours making one, mm -hmm. and then I ignore it again for a few days. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you want very sporadic content on TikTok, go follow me, I guess. Woo! Do it. Well, we will catch you next time, and until then... Stay spooky.